0: Here are my nine foot homemade oak bar, bucks in the basement, four fans, buy fans, all pirates talk. My name is Chris, his name is Craig. We're sporting our yin's hats, that's yin's with two Z's, three dynasties, one brand, yin's, finally, one brand to rep all black and gold. Follow Shop Yin's for new merch drops and giveaways and order online at shopyin's.com. You can see the link in the show notes for high quality comfort, lightweight materials. And a new modern look for the black and gold made for yins by a yinzer, the proud sponsors of Bucks in the basement. How are the pirates doing these days, Craig? Pirates are six and sixteen as I'm sitting
2: down here with uh, our guest. Since there's been discussions out there about you know, 2023 20, rosters and and rule five, Ethan Ethan Hoolihan put a put a great article out on Pirates Prospects about uh, the Rule Five uh, options for the Pirates. I thought, and I uh, I just called on our old friend. He's he's been on the show a few times already. Uh, Jason Martinez from Roster Resources, FanGraphs. I had some general questions just kind of floating around my head, just from what I've been reading on Twitter, and, and like I said with Ethan's article, Jason, how you doing today, brother?
1: I'm doing great. It's it's uh, that that time of the year where um. Starting to wear wear down a little bit, you know. This, uh, this baseball r- roster stuff is 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 uh. It doesn't take any days off, um, aside from you know a couple of days, you know, re- really quick, um, you know, in that All Star break. It seems like all the GMs and the teams kind of shut it down for maybe a day and a half. So this is the time of year where it's like, all right, we're getting getting close to the end. Um, but, you know, I can't complain this is all this is all stuff I enjoy i I, I totally overused the, the phrase like oh, this is my favorite time of the year um because I, you know trade deadline I say it um end of season i like i I don't know that might be that might be it for me where it's like I love this just everything just just tear these rosters apart and start putting them back together that that's there you know, and then you know uh you know, winter meetings of course, and then then you know opening day there's so many. There's <laughs> So many dates and I was just like I overuse it. But
2: yeah, as you say, man, the days—the days you just basically have to just like shut off the outside world and just hit your spreadsheets and hit your, your everything like as hard as you can.
1: Yeah, I love I love that time too, especially uh, once the season is over because there's no more roster moves that I have to worry about keeping an eye on. It's just like, all right, these rosters are pretty much set. There'll be a, you know, there'll be some playoff moves that come in. That, those are easy to update. But I'm just kind of focusing, and then you start, you know. Fortunately for for the pirates fans, um, I'll say like that, that's usually one of the first teams I I, I work on is I, I start with the worst record and work my way up um, once the season ends and so yeah the pirates usually one of the first that I hit and uh, so yeah and, and but I like I said I can't can't wait to start looking at these and start slow slowly getting into okay what does this look like once the season ends um, and then like okay well there, there's some easy 40-man uh, roster cuts here, but it, oh, okay. There's going to be some interesting decisions here, and when we get to um, that deadline where where you have to to protect those those minor leaguers from from the 40-man, the uh, real five draft. There's also, you know, okay. There's some obvious ones, and then oh, okay. There's going to be some interesting decisions to make here.
2: Yeah, and and definitely. I uh, I mean, Pirates fans already looking towards uh, the off season, looking forward towards 2023, as I said. But there is, uh, there is some still baseball to be played. And, you know, back in the day, and I shouldn't say back in the day because it wasn't that long ago, but just something that I was used to was that, you know, once September was over, people always talked about the September call-ups because, you know, the, the rosters expanded to all 40 men. Not that they would bring up, you know, all 40 of those guys at any point in time, but they would have those players you know, at their disposal for injuries, you know, to finish out the season. Um, But with the rule changes, it's, you know, you can only add two players um, during that point in time. I was just kind of wondering, like, in a a general MLB sense, like, have you, like, started to notice any patterns of what teams are doing kind of with those two extra slots toward the end of the season?
1: I, I just think that those, you know, as, having as many arms as you, as possible in the bullpen, just the fact that you see so many position players still pitching, that tells you what, what their priority is going to be, even though they can only add one more pitcher. I think it's a 14-pitcher limit at that point. But, but you know, I mean, if they could use them both on pitchers, they would. I mean, there would be no question. So it, it's going to be uh, – they're, they're going to add another pitcher, you know, maybe even one that – most likely one that can give them some innings. Um, so they're not having to use their position players uh, in, in, the, in the non-competitive games, and so um, I, I'm, I'm a little disappointed in how they've used, utilized that extra bench spot. Um, and I'm not not even certain that these these playoff teams are, are looking at it uh, in a way where, okay, let's you know, Billy Hamilton just became a free agent. Okay, Let, let's see if one of these playoff teams picks picks him up. Because that's a guy, you know, you, you don't need all your spots in that playoff roster, and you just got the one speed burner. That that makes a lot of sense. I think the Mets already have Terrence Core. Um, there's a couple <laughs> of those speed guys where you know it's just a one-tool guy, or even a guy who's just like great defensively. You know, I, I you know as, as a Padres fan, um, once that once they made that big trade, it was like, okay, well, we don't have a backup center fielder anymore. And he started looking around and he go, okay, the Pirates are going to, they're going to DFA Jake Marisnick, you know, at some point, Uh, maybe we'll just, maybe that's our guy right there. That's our backup center fielder. Um, And and so there's not, you know, there's not that many, um, at at least, at at least this year, because I think they they tweaked the rules a little bit just because of COVID. And and so I think next year is the first year we're going to have, well, this is the end of the first season where it's a thirteen pitcher limit. we have that extra bench guy um maybe teams will will have a better idea of how do we utilize that bench so we're just not gonna have one guy who just doesn't isn't ever needed like <laughs> yeah, we have the DH, universal d h now is not as is not as much need for a pinch hitter um so you just got spots on the bench that you're not using for for the most part, and it's hard to get all those guys at bats and so if you don't have a guy who's just like Head and shoulders above all your outfielders defensively, or like, you know, or even you know, on the infield, it's like I'm not, you know, that guy's gonna gonna give us so much more value just putting him in the game in the ninth inning. Um, you know, where, where are we gonna use this guy? Uh, so, you know, I, I think a team like the Yankees picking up Harrison Bader, you know, it was, it was also probably for 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 next year as well, but also have a pretty good idea that guy's gonna be healthy in the playoffs. That does improve. That team right there even if he's not playing every day um and so you know and, and looking at that roster you know why, why would you trade a really solid mid-rotation starting pitcher well we don't you know that guy might not even make a start in the in the playoffs so the guy that could get us from this point where we're at which is a great team to you know to, to make that slight difference in the playoffs is, is, is a great defensive center fielder
2: yeah and for a team like the Pirates you're kind of talking like if they could add two pitchers they probably would just because you know with with the t- trading of uh of Jose Quintana pitching a lot of uh you know bullpen games recently Rowanzi Contreras obviously I mean Ben Sherrington just spoke he's going to be you know coming up here at some point in time but to finish out the season I mean, they're they're going to need as many arms as they can get. So, so the pirates, I, I I'm guessing. I mean, it'd be hard for you to even say what they would do, just because you know there's so many guys that that could you know be added or or could come up. But it's going to be that that pitcher and that bench piece. Do you see the pirates like going in in any certain direction, like calling up a reliever as opposed to a starter uh, for that extra spot, or or what are you looking at there?
1: Yeah, it's hard to tell with. With the pitchers, right? Because with position players, you go, well let's let's bring this guy up and, and let's take a look at him, get him, get him some at- bats. Uh, with a pitcher, we have no idea where these guys are as far as innings limit and things like that. you got a guy like like Cody Bolton, who's coming back from injury, and, and, and you don't know if, if he's going to be shut down at some point, Mike Burroughs, um, He's probably probably you know going to be added to the 40-man roster after the season, so you could just add him now. Um, and get a look at him, um, but you don't know where he's at as far as, like, how, how much more do we want to use this guy? Um, of course, the AAA season is going through, through September now, so it's not necessarily a matter of, um, of this guy's going to be done, uh, you know, in early September or mid-September if we don't call him up. I mean, he could, he could continue to pitch in AAA through the end of September. Um, but I think those kind of questions, could, you know, will we'll, – uh, Will, will be a part of it. You know, you, you acquired a guy like Johan Oviedo. you know, was he just, you know, he, he's a guy who you probably want to take a look at, um, before the off season to see, look, we acquired this guy. He was good arm, um, looked to be, you know, had a pretty good chance to stick in that, in that you know, that Cardinals rotation and didn't work out He's a young guy. Um, but you know, let's, let's at least take a look at him. You want, you want to take an, another look at Miguel? Yahuri? Hurry. I, I believe he, Going to be out of options unless he unless he ends up with a fourth option for, for um he's going to be out of options so i think this is the time you haven't got a, you haven't got a great look at that guy yet you've gotten a good look at reverence and enough to where you can say look whether he comes up and pitches again or not he, he's going to be he's going to be penciled into the 2023 rotation um but yeah just looking at that that triple a roster right now just you know there's not Many intriguing guys where you go, Yeah, it would be nice to get a look at that guy. You um, definitely at some point want to get a look at Travis Swaggerty, which, which for, for whatever reason, um, he, he hasn't gotten that same opportunity as everybody else.
2: Yeah, he was up for a week and then all of a sudden it's just like, boom. Okay, thanks a lot. It was fun, Travis.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, maybe you guys, you know, if you listen closer to, to, to local radio and, you know, hear, hear interviews with Charrington, I, I think maybe you'll get a, a, an answer there. But I'm um, just looking at, and all those other guys you go well i wonder why swaggerty hasn't gotten a chance and you, and you call them up and you go oh, okay here, here's the question is is brian reynolds gonna move the left so you you can you can let swaggerty play and it, then it was like okay no swaggerty's gonna play left that's fine all right well let's, at least he's gonna play and then all of a sudden he was back in the minors and hasn't gotten that opportunity um and then you know he's been slumping for a couple of weeks now and you know maybe that has to do with him just being Bummed out that
2: he's, he's not up there yet.
1: Yeah, at some point he's just like, man, this this season is it, it, it's it's a long it's a long grind here, and all of a sudden I'm I'm still stuck here while everybody else is getting a chance. <laughs> Maybe there's a reason he's slumping, but um yeah, like you said, there's there's gonna be a, lot, a ton of questions with this team as soon as you get to the off season, and I was you know as, as an outsider I look at it and see there's not a lot that has been answered as far as like guys that you you know at this point in your rebuild you want to be able to say like okay well, we got a solid core of guys um and we're going to move forward with this this group here and, and, and there is you know of course you got reynolds and, and key brian hayes and um i think o'neill cruz is there to stay with, with with i think i think they understand there's going to be a lot of ups and downs um but just from what he brings to you know to the table you know, even if he's at the bottom of the lineup, and just kind of, um, you know, not expect him to be your superstar. He's going to do superstar things often enough, where, you know, he, he's, he's he's it's going to be he's going to be fun to watch. And so, aside from that, you still have a lot of question marks. You've gotten a you good look at a lot of guys, but, um, yeah, it, it's going to be fun. I, I I guess from the aspect of like. There's room to do to do a lot of things in in the off season, but you know, unlike the Orioles, um, where you know, and the GM came out and said this week, and we're gonna we're gonna spend money this off season. And that's kind of what the expectation is for a team like the Orioles, they've spent money in the past and that hasn't been the case for, for the Pirates. Um, so you can look at that payroll and go, Oh, wow, look at all this room we have. Even if we have like one of the lowest payrolls in baseball at like a hundred million, we have so much money to spend. <laughs> so we'll, uh, well, are they even going to come close to that? I don't. I don't know.
2: And and you were alluding to like the off season again with like the 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 rule five thing, talking about like you know a player like you know w- with Mike Burrows. Do you just add him now because it's it's obviously a guy that you're probably you know he's been in Triple A, been been struggling a little bit there, but pitched extremely well in Altoona. Do you just add him to, you know, the forty man now and, and and just move him up? Uh but then also like uh before the show we, we were talking and I said, you know, with the the rule five draft that you know being done away with this just this past offseason, they you know didn't have the rule five draft with everything that was going on with the with the lockout and everything, uh are, are you noticing like a 40-man roster crunch across MLB or is it just something that that Ben Charrington is creating here with all the prospects he's acquired?
1: Yeah, I'm sure it's a little bit of both. I mean, but but they do have a pretty deep farm system now, where that's that's just going to happen, and that's when you start making moves where, um, you know, not necessarily pirates, but you've seen teams like this, like the Rays, um, Padres, and, and teams like that, where they can look ahead and go, okay, we have a really deep farm system. And this is going to cause an issue at the end of the season. Um, or you can see like, like you know, trade like the Dodgers. Why would you trade Mitch White away? He's a pretty solid guy, but he's already on the 40 man. And then they're just like, we're going to, you know, we don't we don't see where, um, you know, not that he doesn't, he isn't good enough for their roster, but it's like you pretty much traded away that guy who can help a team now who's good enough for the 40 for, for, for an active roster right now. And then you brought in a guy who you don't have to add to the forty-man roster for for a couple of years, which is also a good prospect. But it's necessary. It probably wasn't necessary. You know, maybe the, the Blue Jays really needed that depth, and they have they they, they needed him right away to jump into that rotation. But um, from the Dodgers' point of view, it was like it's nice to have this guy, but also let's let's take this opportunity to clear a forty-man spot and bring in another prospect who you don't have to worry about adding to the forty-man for a couple of years. Um, so, so I haven't noticed that as much with, with, with the pirates. And I don't know, it's, it's now that they do have the extra bench, bench spots, again, it, it wasn't probably wasn't, um, as much of an issue heading into the, into the 2022 off season because knowing that, okay, well, the, it wasn't going to be, or I, you know, I don't remember when they canceled the rule five draft, but there was some uncertainty there as far as, are you really going to have these this extra bench spot this year or not? And it and it turns out that they, you know, <clears throat> they didn't need it for a month and a half or however long they put, they pushed it back. So I think knowing for, you know, with some certainty, we're going to have this extra bench spot. Um, there is a, there is room for that position player who isn't necessarily going to play as much, but we can kind of keep, we can keep them there because we have enough coverage because we have, a bench with the guys who were it. are versatile and things like that. I mean, it, it's there haven't been as many, um, real five, um, picks that have been like, Oh wow. We just, there hasn't been that many that stand out in the last few years. And so teams have generally not been as aggressive, like tr- protecting their double a outfielders because they're looking at other teams and they go, they're not going to, they're not going to try to, you know, take this guy from straight from double a I think Akil Badu was was an exception yeah um but but is there an Akil Badu there and and you know I think I think the Pirates are gonna have to take a a pretty close look at their their guys uh, you know who are at the same stage Uh, they got Matt Fraser and in double a um Matt Gorski who's you know he could be one of those guys who teams are hoping you forget about because he was he's been hurt um and you go well the Pirates don't protect that guy. That that's that's somebody we might pick up as a guy who can, you know, come off come off the bench at least and get get some at bats. But um, so so I think I think there could be a little bit of a difference this year. Um, and but we just don't we just don't know. I, I just think that it had been the trend for a couple of years where I think teams stopped worrying about other teams taking guys off of their Double A roster who who seemed to be a couple of years away because because they had some upside um because it's hard it's really hard to, to just carry these guys on the bench and not give them any at-bats at some point it's just going to be like this is not helpful to this per- to this player He's just sitting on our bench um and when they, when they do play they're overwhelmed because they're not getting reps and it's just you know so I, I think um i think the pirates will have some some questions like that with their double-a guys right now um you know there's a few of the double-a pitchers as well you know um, or maybe not. I'm, I'm looking at, at the roster right now. So guys like Priester and Cal Nicholas don't have to be protected yet. J.C. Flowers, um, I think, is pitching out of the, the bullpen this year. Uh, so it is, is probably the one guy that stands out there. Um, and so I, I think it's it's more of that double-A outfield group, Matt Fraser, Connor Scott, um, Blake Stables there as well, and Gorski, uh, Malcolm Nunez, who they just acquired. Um Again, kind of like a young guy, but maybe not as much versatility there, where you can see that guy. And you know, why would you? Why, why would a team pick up this kid and just kind of stick him on your bench for a whole year where he doesn't really offer much um, in 2023?
0: If you want to check out a Pirates game and just have a good time on a beautiful outdoor patio, they also have a very nice facility. Indoor as well, Patrick's Pub and Grill. With good times, karaoke every Wednesday, 9 to midnight. Open mic every other Tuesday at 6 p.m. on that patio. It's wing day on Sunday with a special. And there is a special for a different type of beer or beverage each and every day. Check out their menu at patrickspub.org and visit them at 1207 Spring Run Road Extension. And meanwhile, the Pirates have kind of a roster crunch. Like, how many people do they have to protect? Like, 40, 50? I mean, I know we can't have that many, but it seems like we have, like, 200
2: guys that are going to be, like, Rule 5 eligible this year on top of the guys who were Rule 5 eligible last year. It just it seems like just like an overwhelming list for a lot of people. And that's where I think that you, know, you kind of answered that throughout there is that, you know, there are other teams that have, you know, Deep farm systems like the Pirates. and that's why you know teams like the Rays aren't like you know afraid to to sometimes trade prospects or the Dodgers, or like you said, the Padres, to be able to to create a little bit more flexibility. And so, I mean, my other part goes to that you know, I think other teams also have, you know, it feels like a decent amount of free agents or or maybe it's just the ones that are talked about. I mean, for for the pirates, I mean, technically, the Pirates have Roberto Perez, um, even though he's you know he's on the sixty-day uh, IL right now and you know not coming back this season. Uh, people are talking about you know whether they would sign him back or not, but he is a free agent, so they would have to you know go out and sign him. It's not like we still have him through arbitration and and then Ben Gamble. um Other than that, it's a lot of quote unquote you know team controlled players, whether it be you know in their first like years within the league or, you know, reaching arbitration. Uh, but for the most part, it's it's starting to build up like in double A and and uh and triple A as to the guys that you know who's gonna be on the uh the, the 40 man. Like did you see do you see the Pirates possibly at some point in time needing to, you know, just, just trade some of these guys. And I'm not saying trade them just to trade them, but to trade them so, you know, you don't lose them and not get anything.
1: Yeah, I, I think at least with you know, at least from the start of the off season, it should be a pretty pretty easy cut down because you're looking at I think I think if you remove Gamal and Perez, the free agents, I think, and, and then you count up the guys on the sixty day, I think you're probably around forty four, and they have more more than four, really obvious uh, forty man cuts. Um, and then, you know, so I, th- I think getting down to 40, at, at, you know, whatever, whatever that deadline is, five days after the World Series or whatever it is, I think that's going to be easy. And then it's just a matter of how, how many how many more spots do we need to create um, to add all these guys to the 40 so If We're talking about, you know, the obvious ones, like probably going to add Mike Burroughs, you know, probably need to add in, Andy Rodriguez. Um, and then, um, you know, the I think at least one or two of these 40 man, uh, double outfielders. Uh, so you'll have a couple of more weeks to get down to, to the point, you know, to, to where you can add all these, all these other guys that you have to protect. So, so not, not initially, but unless I'm underestimating it, how many guys they want to protect. Um, I would say probably not going to be a lot of drama there as far as like trying to create, create, create more, based by trading guys of value. Although, you know, I, I think it is, it is time with a lot of these guys to say, like, maybe I mean, there's not going to be an opportunity for all these guys. And I think they've given a lot of these players a look. Every You know, there's so many guys on the 40-man who have gotten at least at least a decent amount of, of at-bats or a decent amount of innings pitched. Um, and I don't know, like, it, it's not as bad as I don't know if I talked to you last off season, but definitely after the 2020 season, there just wasn't a lot of bright spots. There were so many guys, you know, guys like Frazier and Josh Bell. It just, I'm, they, um, Kevin Newman, they, they just were really bad in 2020. It was a short season, but there wasn't a lot of guys you can point at and say, okay, this guy has some value here. Um, or we can just pencil this guy in for, for 2023. I, I think, it's going to be interesting to see like, okay, who, who do they hold on to? Um, are, they, are there any surprise DFA's? You know, I, I think, I, I think looking at that pitching staff right now is as well. It's like, wh- how is this team going to be competitive? If, you, if that's the plan, you, at some point you have to say, let's this rebuild is over where we're moving forward. Um, and I think you have a, a few arms in that rotation where, you know, whether it's, you know, Keller or Brubaker, Zach Thompson, where you, you can say, look, I'm pretty comfortable with those guys in the back of the rotation, um, but you don't have enough. And if you look at what the Orioles are doing, their, their starting rotation is, isn't isn't great. I mean, moving the fences back really helped you to to kind of um, turn that into a, a better situation for guys that aren't. You know, if, if you had this rotation going into next year and you knew Whatever offense came into our ballpark, they weren't going to score a lot of runs because it's really hard to hit here. Um, that might help, but you don't have that 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 case in, in Pittsburgh. You need more starting pitching. Um, you have to make a decision on you know are there are any of these guys just going to be middle relievers, setup men, potentially high leverage guys. You know it, it seems to have worked out with Will Crow. Just just looking at that roster right now, you don't see a lot of those a lot of those guys. and you really, you really need more starting pitching. And then looking at that, that lineup as well, I mean, unless they're going to be aggressive through free agency, I, I, think, I think making some trades is probably the only way you're going to get to the next level as far as, okay, well, you got a lot of these younger guys who aren't proven. Uh, maybe we, have, we, we can put together a good enough package to, to, to upgrade and add, add that corner outfielder that you know, okay, well, this guy's going to be our left fielder. We're not going to try out five different guys this year. And these guys are all getting a shot right now. If any of them look like, okay, that guy should probably be our starter in 2023. I mean, Zawinski for a time was, but then, you know, when you, when you, you have to go back to the minors because you're struggling so bad for a couple of weeks, then you can't really pencil them in. You can hope you can say, oh, okay, I see, I can see it there. Um, but yeah, you don't have a lot of certainty going into to, to
2: next season right now, Jason. I I appreciate everything you do, man, because I I told you before that uh, I usually have the the depth chart, the the roster resources page uh, for the Pirates up either on my phone or on my browser, uh, and just looking at it at all times. And and for anybody that doesn't, you know, please go follow uh, Jason RR. That's for roster resource Martinez. On Twitter um, definitely gives you the updates of you know all the teams you know across Major League Baseball not just our Pittsburgh Pirates A- and definitely do the same thing I do and 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 look at the roster resources depth charts like I said man I could spend hours in there and sometimes I do but Jason I will definitely look forward to talking to you again hopefully you know once some of the uh, decisions are made especially since the Pirates are going to be making the playoffs um and we'll definitely have to have you uh back on
1: brother. Definitely a, any time break. Now I see the changes in this town. They change, they say one thing but then the next day